Hey fam, hello, hello, hello. Family, I'm just giving a brief word, okay? We invite the Holy Spirit in, let the Holy Spirit take over in the name of Jesus. I'm just being obedient and yelling my vessel because, girl, I'm still in my bed, honestly. (laughs) But I just felt it in my spirit to come and talk to you, so I'm here. And what the Lord dropped in my spirit was transformation. And I'm going to read you the definition of transformation because it's power in that definition. It's power in there. And um, transformation means a thought or dramatic change in form or appearance, a metamorphosis during the life cycle of an animal. The induced or spontaneous change of one element into another by a nuclear process. Okay. And I want to read you this Bible verse because it's going to pull it all together. Okay. Um, let's go to Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. 2 Corinthians. Chapter 13, verse, what I say? <laughs> 18. There we go. And it says, wait, hold on. Did I say the right thing? Second Corinthians. I want the 2 Corinthians chapter 13. It's 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. I'm sorry. If I said if I said it wrong, I don't know if I said it wrong or not. But my bad if I did, I'm sorry. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Um, I'm gonna start a little higher. And we are going to, come on. All right, we're going to start at verse 7, okay? The glory of the new covenant, the old way with laws etched in stone led to death, though it began with such glory that the people of Israel could not bear to look at Moses' face, for his face shone with the glory of God, even though the brightness was already fading away. Shouldn't we expect far greater glory under the new way now that the Holy Spirit is giving life? If the old way, which brings condemnation, was glorious, how much more glorious is the new way, which makes us right with God? In fact, the first glory was not glorious at all compared with the overwhelming glory of the new way. So if the old way, which has been replaced, was glorious, how much more glorious is the new, which remains forever? Since this new way gives us such confidence, we can be very bold. We are like not like Moses, who put a veil over his face so the people of Israel would not see the glory, even though it was destined to fade away. But the people's minds were hardened, and to this day, where whenever the old covenant is being read, the same veil covers their minds so they cannot understand the truth. And this veil can be removed only by believing in Christ. Yes, even today, when they read Moses' writing, their hearts are covered with that veil and they do not understand. 
But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the Spirit. And wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us who have had the veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord who is Spirit makes us more and more like Him as we are are changed into His glorious image. It's time to be transformed. And if you somebody that been rocking with me since the beginning, or if you somebody that started all the way at the beginning and streamed my very first episode, it was titled, Allow the Transformation to Begin. Allow it to begin. Allow God to change you into his image, into his glorious image. God wants to do that for you. He wants you to walk like him. He wants you to talk like him. He wants you to be like him, but you got to yield to that. And you got to say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Nevertheless, Lord, I've been out here in these streets living less than who I was created to be. And I allow the transformation to take place. One thing I remember about that episode, because that episode is like, that's my baby episode. Oh my goodness, that's my baby episode. But um, I just remember the woman I was then and the woman that I am now. And it's two different women. (laughs) It's two different because the transformation has begun. It began. The transformation even started way before I started that podcast. But it's just like they have it on record. To share with you, family, I've made plenty of hiccups in this journey. I have made mistakes. I have fallen short, but God still kept his promise to me. He still is transforming me into this new creature. And I'm only evidence of what God wants to do with you. That's all I am. I'm not no better than you. I'm not his favorite. I would love to be Jesus' favorite, but I'm not. <laughs> He will do it with you. Family, it's times I still fall short to the glory of God. But then I experience his grace. Then I experience his mercy. I'm just here to testify of his goodness if you would choose to believe and yield to him. I remember talking about how um, Eve was in the garden being formed by God and she was being transformed into who God wanted her to be. But Eve, she had this, this, this lack, this, it wasn't good. Something wasn't good enough. Just having God wasn't good enough. And with her having that mentality, sin was able to enter in. But when I tell you that God is enough, God is good enough. God is all that you need. If you trust in him, you will see it. You will see that God is all that you need. And that remind me of that Bible verse where Paul was like, I learned how to survive on little. Hold on. Hold on. Um... Philippians 4. Let's go to Philippians 4. Philippians 4 and 12. 
and it say, hold on, we're going to say verse 11. Not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Mm. That's the key. That's the nugget. That's that's the gem. That is it. You can survive in plenty and in lack. When you feel like you're on the top of the world and when you feel like you are the scum of the earth, you can still survive when you know that it's in Christ that you are complete. It's in Jesus that you are complete, lacking nothing. If you constantly... Just stay in the mirror and judge yourself. You're always going to be in that lack. If you always judge yourself by your past failures, failures, you will always live in lack. But when you realize that God, that Jesus Christ is who completes me. Now you've learned the key to survival. There's a lot of people out here that have this I'm a Rob Peter to pay Paul mentality. But that's not what it is. That's not what it's about. It's about knowing who my creator is. Knowing that he supplies all my needs. I don't have to apply and scheme when I know that it is God who provides all that I need. You know? But that all goes back to Romans 12 and 2. You cannot conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You got to allow God to transform your mind. Because in this world, it's like the survival of the fittest. You got to, in this world, you are taught and equipped with, if I don't get it, I'm not going to get it. I got to go out and I got to make it happen. But when you allow God to transform the way you think, you realize that everything comes from him. Mm. Lord, what is that Bible verse? I think it's Isaiah 55. Let's go to Isaiah 55. I think it's that. Um, I just, before we get there, I just really want you to want the Holy Spirit to be your best friend. Remember that song from back in the day that was like, if you was my best friend? I want you around me all the time. Yes, remember that song? I'll be your best friend if you promise you will be mine. The other day I was singing that, right? And I was I was I was intentionally singing that to the Holy Spirit because I really want him to be my best friend. I want him around me all the time. And if he will be my pre- my best friend, I promise I'll be his. Because like, uh, I just love him. We gotta have a moment of silence. Because I just love the Holy Spirit so much, y'all. I love Jesus so much. I really do because he has come in and he has changed my life. Like family, I'm in the middle of a move that is so stressful. I'm just being obedient to God. And so many things have not gone as planned. But I still love him and I still trust him. And I I still just, uh, I know I need him, right? And 
I just, uh, I just want you to experience it. I just want you to experience it. I'm sitting in my room right now, boxes and clothes everywhere. But somehow, I should be stressed all the way. I should be somewhere losing my mind. But I got my peace because the Lord has said, peace be still in my life. He, that storm was raging, but he said, peace be still. And I want you to experience that for yourself. I want the Holy Spirit to be your best friend. He is, oh, he is so good, Joel. He is so good. He is so good. When you just have those moments where you're just like, oh my goodness, it's not going out the way I wanted to go. Things ain't happening the way I wanted to happen. This person did this. I done fell short by doing that. And then the Holy Spirit just reminds you that if God is for you, who can be against you? How can this situation not work for your good? When you're in those moments where you are feeling afraid, and he reminds you that you shall fear no evil. See, because for a while, right? For a while, because I'm like a person that I love to journal. Now, I've been slacking lately because this has been booked, but we're going to get back into this journaling thing. But I remember just writing down, like, what I was feeling. It's, it, it's kind of like a poem, I would say. I don't know. I don't know if you would consider it a poem or not. But I was writing it down, and... I remember I just realized that, like, it's not me who reminds me in these situations about what the word, the Lord's word is, but it's the the Holy Spirit, it's the comforter, it's him that reminds me, don't give up. You know how many times I've wanted to give up and the Holy Spirit be like, no, you're not, it's going to be okay. It's going to get better. Just keep going. You know, if it was up to me, I would have been through in the towel, but it's the Holy Spirit. It's in him that I have strength. Ooh, and it's the truth because it's in those moments that you feel weak, that you get this supernatural strength. It's in those moments where everything feels like your world just feel like it's spinning out of control, but you still got this peace about you. It's that. It's that for me. <laughs> it's that. God is so good, y'all. He is so good. He is so good. He is so good. I'm going to read you the whole um, Isaiah 55. Invitation to the Lord's salvation. <clears throat> Let me clear my voice because my throat because my voice be trying to crack sometimes. It says, Is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, come take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Why spend your money on food that does not give you strength? Why pay for food that does you no good? Listen to me, and you will eat what is good. You will enjoy the mo- the finest food. God said, listen to me, listen to my voice and you will enjoy what is good. Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen and you will find life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love I promised to David. See how I used him to display my power among the peoples. I made him a leader among the nations. You also will command nations you do not know and people unknown to you will come running to obey because I, the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel have made you glorious. Mm, There goes making you glorious again. 
You got to remember, God is sitting in your future and he's talking to you from the future. He's telling you where he knows where you at. He's sitting with you in the future. He's telling you, I have made you glorious. That means it's already happened. You got to catch up. You have to catch up to this person. It's all, she's already sitting in her future. She's already in her promised land. She's already married. She already has a flourishing ministry. She already has beautiful children. She already has a house. She already has made that house a home. Her husband already praises her. She already honors her husband. She's already a Proverbs 31. You just had to catch up to it. <laughs> you. Seek the Lord while you can find him. Call on him now while he is near. Let the wicked change their ways and banish the very thought of doing wrong. Let them turn to the Lord that he may have mercy on them. Yes, turn to our God for he will forgive generously. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, say the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. Do you see how far advanced the Lord is from us? We just be like, it's raining outside. And a lot of times we look past the fact that this rain is watering the ground, causing the grain to grow, giving the, uh, producing the seed for the farmer and the bread for me when I'm hungry. We look past that part sometimes. Sometimes we be like, this rain is just in the way. But that actually is an ungrateful mentality. Because if the rain was really, you don't know how important that rain really is. The rain don't be in the way. Because you know why? When there ain't no rain, you're going to be wishing it was some because you're going to be hungry. You see how far advanced God is in his thinking? We be worried about when it's raining, getting our hair wet because we just left the salon. But the Lord is like, okay, I'm feeding you. (laughs) I'm providing for you. It is the same with my word. I will send it out and it will always produce fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper wherever I send it. You will live in joy and peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song and the trees of the field will clap their hands. Where once there were thorns, cypress trees will grow. Where the nettles grew, myrtles will sprout up. These events will bring great honor to the Lord's name. They will be an everlasting sign of his power and love. He says, as I transform you, it will bring me glory. When people once see where you were barren, where you were dry, where they once see now you are fertile land, it will bring me much glory, says the Lord. I'm doing this for my name's sake, says the Lord. You will be who I have told you. You are to come. Who you are to become. You shall become that. I know y'all hear my kids. Be quiet. Y'all too loud. Listen, God is doing it. He's making you glory. He's making you glorious because he's sitting in the future already with you so he already knows he already knows who you are it's time for you to catch up sis it's time for you to allow the transformation to begin 
or to be completed, to be perfected in you. It's time for it. It's time. I kept on hearing over over these past days, maybe like for a week now, I keep on hearing the Lord say emerge. It's time to emerge. And you know, I'm going to give you the definition of emerge because y'all already know it's power in that definition. Emerge means move out or away from something and come into view, become apparent, important, or prominent, become known. It's time for you to emerge, says the Lord. It's time for you to step out, step out of the darkness, step out of the shadow, step out of this hiding place, step out of the wilderness and come into the light, come into the kingdom, come be put on display, says the Lord. He said, it's time for me to put you on display, no one lights a lamp and then hides it. No, you put the lamp in on display so everyone can see it. And that, that is the same with you. The Lord said, it's time for me to pull you out of that place. Yes, I sat you in the wilderness for just a little while. But now it's time for you to come out. Now it's time for your exodus. Now it's time for everyone to see the good work that I have begun in you, that I have completed in you. The Lord says, now it's time. It's time for people to see the glory that I have deposited on the inside of you. It's time. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. Trust in me, says the Lord. He said, trust in me. It's time. You might not think it's time, but it's time. That's like if you sit in there and you didn't, you, you didn't think that that day would be the day you're about to go into labor. But then you get you you get that contraction that ain't like the rest of them, and you be like, hold up, wait a minute. You might feel your water break, and then you be like, hold up, and you know it's time to catch you off guard. <laughs> okay, and the Lord said it's time to emerge. It's time to emerge, and I decree and I declare today that you will begin to emerge into the creature that God has ordained you to be, that you shall see who you really are, that you shall become glorious so you can see it. All this time has been hidden, but now it's time for it to be revealed. Okay. Give you says one more sec- one more second. Because I'm gonna get you a Bible verse. Um Um, let's go. Let's go to, um, Genesis 35, Genesis 35. I know my kids is loud, but they, they out there playing with their toys, so... I'm not even going, I'm not even going, you know, kill their vibe, you know, I'm not going to do it. So y'all going to have to just excuse them. Um, did I tell y'all the wrong chapter again? What's wrong with me? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't tell y'all the wrong chapter. I'm just on the wrong chapter. Okay. Oh my God. Genesis 23. 25. Why do I keep on going to the wrong chapter? Genesis 25, verse 23. 
And it says, And the Lord told her, The sons in your womb will become two nations. From the very beginning, the two nations will be rivals. One nation will be stronger than the other, and your older son will serve your younger son. And when the time came to give birth, Rebecca discovered that the that she did indeed have twins. The first one was very red at birth, covered with thick hair, like a fur coat. So they named him Esau. Then the other twin was born with the, with his hand grabbing Esau's heel. So they named him Jacob. Isaac was six years old when the twins were born. Let me tell you something. That's not the one that I wanted to read. <laughs> That's not the one I wanted to read, y'all. I didn't want to read that one. I wanted to read Genesis 35 verse 11. But that just show you right there. You birthing something. You birthing something. God don't do nothing for no reason. You are birthing something. Okay, and just because it says that, um, and when the time came to birth, Rebecca discovered that she and the I need to go up a little higher. From the very beginning, the two nations will be rivals. One nation will be stronger than the other, and your older son will serve your younger son. That just shows you right there that with God, you He's not going to come to you in a way that you think it should you would think that the younger son will serve the older son but with god the older son will will serve the younger son and it's just because god is showing you that with him is he's not ordinary so me telling you that he's about that you're about to birth something that you are about to become glorious you might be looking around like ain't nothing glorious about what's going on with me but with god it doesn't matter what god's word says will come to pass and you see when rebecca gave birth she she did indeed have twins the first one was very red at birth and covered with thick hair like fur coat so they named him esau then the other twin was born with his hand grasping esau's heel so they named him jacob isaac was 60 years old when the twins were born you hear me from the womb from the womb they were rivals you hear me and that just shows you that God's word is so. Listen, the Lord, he done switched it up on me because I wasn't supposed to read this verse just to show you that his word is so. I thought I was going to Genesis, the, the right one, but he brought me to this one first. But it's just to show you that it doesn't matter what it looks like. God told Rebecca she was pregnant. Rebecca was pregnant. God told her she was going to have twins. She had twins. And God told her that her children will be rivals from the beginning. Do you hear me? So let's go to Genesis 35 verse 11. And it says, Then God said, I am El Shaddai, God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. You will become a great nation, even many nations. Kings will be among your descendants, and I will give you the land I once gave to Abraham and Isaac. Yes, I will give it to you and your descendants after you. Then God went up from the place where he had spoken to Jacob. Well, he, he, do you hear? Do you hear this? Do you hear what God is saying? He said he is giving you the land that he swore to give Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is making this covenant with you today. Will you receive it? He brought them into the land and multiplied them, giving them many descendants. Do you hear me? One man who had a barren wife for years gave birth to nations. 
Because God's word goes out and it doesn't return back to him void. His word does not come back void. Do you hear me? So it means telling you that God is saying you are birthing nations, that he is making you glorious, that it won't be long from now. It's time to resurrect, says the Lord. Me saying this to you, you have to just receive it by faith today in the name of Jesus. My bad family. I had some technical difficulties on my phone. I had to cut my phone off for a second. Okay. But she back. And I just want to just tell you, just trust God at his word. Take him at his word. Do you hear me? God's word will not return to him void. It produces fruit where he sends it. And God is sending his word to you today. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Your job is to believe that God's word will not come back to him void. Let God do the work. But you just believe that it's going to happen. You can't try to figure out, oh, how is he going to make me glorious? What can I do to be glorious? Just listen to whatever God tells you to do. Follow his decrees and his commands that he gives you. And you will see the blessings he is promising you. This glory is for his namesake. It's not even about you. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to reap the benefits of this glory, but it's not even about you. It's for his namesake. It's for his namesake. Okay? People done counted you out. They done, they done talked you off as dead. People have left you for dead. And that's why the Lord said it's just the right time. People have, they, they thought that they knew what they was talking about. When they put their mouth on you. When they said what they said about you. When they was talking about you on the phone to such and such and so and so. When they was talking about you to them people at work. They thought that they, they thought that you was dead. They thought that they left you as dead. They didn't know I was about to resurrect you, says the Lord. He said they didn't know that I was about to resurrect you. Now it's time for you to walk, walk past them people. And them to be like, is that? Is that who? Is that her? I thought she. I thought they fired her. I thought she quit. I, I thought. I thought that she just after he done played her brow. I thought she wasn't going to even try to be married no more. How she get that man? She used to be for the streets. How she find somebody set him down with her? Do he know who that is? Hmm. Can anything good come from Nazareth? <laughs> when some of y'all sitting in y'all penthouses, they gonna be like, but they from Nazareth. Can anything good come from there? When your name become a household name and people be like, oh, I went to school with them. I don't know. I, 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 I mean, they ain't look like that in school. These things is what's going to happen because it's time to resurrect. It's time for you to share the glory with Jesus. He's sharing his glory with you and it's time to see the fruits of that. It's not going to be long from now. It's not going to be long from now at all. It's not going to be long from now because listen, God has petitioned the thing. He has, he has put his name on it. He has signed this decree. Do you hear me? That is not going to be long from now. It's not going to be long from now. I'm feeling in my spirit. You know how God said to Sarah, he said this time next year, you'll be holding your baby. And I'm here to tell you this time next year, you're going to be holding that baby that God said you had. 
having. Them babies you birthing, you will hold them next year. You will see them next year. You will see your babies grow up. I'm telling you, not long after this word, you are going to begin to birth some things. Some things are going to start coming out. Do you hear me? And I just want your testimony when it comes out, okay? I just want that testimony, whether it's you need a new car, but you don't got the finances to it. You about to birth that thing out and you about to give birth to some finances. Do you hear me? It's going to be a sudden move. Some of you, you might be moving and you don't, you're like, I don't even know how to start. I don't even know where I'm going. I don't even have no money saved up. But the Lord says you about to birth some things. He said you about to birth some things and that's going to take care of your moving situation, says the Lord. Some of you like, well, I'm just sitting here waiting on my spouse. The Lord says you about to birth some things. That marriage is about to come forth. Do you hear me? I had to just do some final touches within you. I had to cross some T's and dot some I's, says the Lord. But you about to birth that thing. Do you hear me? Don't let what it look like trick you up. Don't let it, don't let what it just looks like trick you up. Don't let them eye, them lies that the enemy is whispering in your ear. Don't let that trick you up because God's word will not return back to him void. And I know so many of you have gotten confirmation from this word today. It's because God says, my word is not going to return back void. You have, I have confirmed my word to you. You have asked for confirmations and here it is, says the Lord. Here it is. Receive it. Okay, family. I love y'all. So, 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 so much. Uh, hold on. Let's do our, um, let's do our announcement. We're going to be doing Zooms very soon. We're going to, um, just let me get settled. Y'all already know your sister's moving and like not too long from now, like very soon. So, um, what's about to say? So the Zoom link will be posted very soon. Um, I will let y'all know. I will make a, a special podcast once I do it, and I will link it at the bottom. Um, once we get that set up, we're going to be doing YouTube lives and Instagram lives. So you can go subscribe to my channel on YouTube at Within Her Beauty. You can go follow me on Instagram at Within Her Beauty Ministries. Um, we also, I'm redoing my website. I want to make it cute. I want to make it like more cute than what it is. So right now the website is down, but if you would like to, um, if you want to talk, if you want to have a one-on-one, if you want some prayer, you want some encouragement, you need somebody to listen to you, or you just want somebody to talk to, email me. I will get back to you as soon as possible. Please be patient with your sis. Because, like I said, I'm in the process of moving, but I definitely will make time for you. Um, what else is there, Lord? What else is there? Oh, we giving just freely. It's just freely giving. Like, family, I'm freely giving to you because God has freely gave to me. God is pouring into my cup and my cup is running over. So this, when my cup's running over, it can run into your cup. Do you hear me? That's what God is doing. He's pouring in this cup so it can run it over to you. All right. So it's just freely giving, fam. I love you guys so, 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 so much. Let's pray real quick, okay? Father God, 
in the name of Jesus, Lord, I'm just thanking you and I'm praising you for what you are doing in the atmosphere, Father, which you are turning up, Lord, in the heavens to get ready to pour out on your children, Father. I thank you so much, Lord. I thank you for glorifying us. I thank you that it's already done, Father, and we are just walking into it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And Father, I come up against them giants in your children's land. I come to them in the name of the Lord, saying that you shall fall in the name of Jesus. I'm throwing my stone of faith at that Goliath, Father, and your children will enter and occupy their land, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. I know you will win the battles that is placed before your children, Father God. And I just thank you, Father, because it's already one, Jesus. It's already one. You said it is finished. It is finished. Okay? It is finished, Jesus. That's what you said, Lord. And I'm holding on to that, Father God. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you give your children courage, Father. I pray that this child listening right now, and I thank you for this child listening right now. I thank you for this soul that you have entrusted to this ministry, Father. I'm praying that they become brave, Father. That they have courage courage, Lord, that they take heart, Lord, because they know that you are with them, Father. And I pray that you give them signs, Lord. You give them wonders, Lord. You give them miracles to encourage them, to show them, Father, that you are with them and you have not never left them nor forsaken them, Father. You have not abandoned them, Father. Show that to your child, Lord. I just want to give your name all the glory it deserves, Father, and all the honor, all the praise. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Family, God's doing it. You better, you better, you better get ready because he's doing it. It's going to catch you off guard because you think he's not going to do it. Deep down inside, you think it's, he's not going to do it. Deep down inside, you think this word is not for you. And God's about to pull up and show you that this word is for you. It's going to be a suddenly, suddenly the change is going to fall off for you. Suddenly. Suddenly, them prison doors gonna swing open. Do you hear me? You just stay and praise and worship to God and watch what He does. It's gonna it's gonna shock you because you don't even think this word is for you. <laughs> it is for you, okay? So let's say this together. I love you so 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 much, but most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.